Welcome to Rock Your Reinvention, the show for high-achieving career women who refuse to settle for mediocrity and aren't afraid to take bold action. This is a place where you can authentically show up, where every dream and goal can be validated and achieved. Hi, I'm your host, Karen Freeland, a certified life reinvention coach, speaker, and award-winning author. I'm here to give you the tips, tools, and strategies to help you shift your mindset, build your confidence, and take meaningful actions so you can rock your reinvention. Ready to go from stuck to thriving? Let's go. Okay, ladies, it's about to get a little spicy today on Rock Your Reinvention. So we are talking about the question that I get from a lot of women. How do I get my husband interested in me sexually? One of the things that many of you may want to be reinventing is your relationship. And given that many of us are type A high achievers, we're really used to excelling at everything. So when our relationships aren't going well, it can be really, really frustrating. And our relationships often take a back seat when we have big goals that we're trying to achieve in work or business. So because I get this question way too often, I want to just address it head on. We're going to be talking about six ways to help get your husband's head back in the game. First of all, I do know how crappy it feels when your husband or your partner doesn't seem to be picking up your signals. If you're going through a bit of a dry spell, it can be really frustrating. We start to blame ourselves, and that's not a great place to be. I have been dressed up in lingerie, sprawled out on a bed, and rejected more times than I care to count over our 25-year relationship. I'm not bitter or anything. Just kidding. But there have been some reasons for that, such as timing, other things going on in the relationship. And we're going to break some of this down in today's episode. So if you are wondering, is there anything I can do to get my husband in the mood and get him paying more attention to me? Well, yes, there is. And I'm going to share six ways that I have used in my life and my relationship that will hopefully benefit you as well. And since it's February and the month of love, it just seemed really fitting that we tackle this today. So number one, first thing you can do if you want to add a little spice to your relationship is learn his love language. Yes, I'm giving you homework. I was introduced to the love languages. It's called The Five Love Languages. It's a book by Gary Chapman, and it blew my mind. It turns out we each have a very unique way that we feel and we receive love. So for some people, that might be things like words of affirmation. So saying something positive about your partner, like, oh, babe, you did a great job mowing the lawn or like really proud of you at work, whatever that is. You're just like affirming them with your positive words. Others just need physical touch. So it might be a hand over the bicep, right? Actually having sex, whatever, something that involves that physical touch, holding hands on a walk, whatever. Some people like to receive gifts, so you get showered with physical items, whatever that those gifts might be, or taking you on a trip or something. Other people like acts of service. That could be like making lunch or putting away the laundry or whatever. And others really just need that quality time, the one-on-one conversation, doing an activity together that you both really enjoy. So 
The problem with this is if we don't understand our partner's love language, how the heck are we supposed to give them love the way they want love? Because what most of us do is we give love the way we want love. So if I want words of affirmation, then I'm going to say things probably to my husband like, I'm so proud of you, did such a great job with the kids or great job on that thing at work you did. But if he's like, oh, that makes me feel uncomfortable, like that's not how I really feel loved, like I don't need that from you. I just wish that you would make my morning tea for me so I didn't have to do it. Like that's what would actually make me feel loved. Well, then we're sitting here going, why aren't they feeling the love? And they're going over here, why isn't she showing me love, right? And it's just like our signals get crossed. My husband personally loves acts of service, right? So if I make him lunch, if I put away his laundry, I'm not a big fan of those tasks. It's not like I'm not excited to do that. However, once I realized that this was his love language, my whole perspective around those activities totally shifted. And now I'm happy to fold his laundry because I know it's going to put him in the mood. So there's a whole quiz you can take online if you go look up the five love languages and it will actually tell you and your partner which love language is most dominant for you so that you can start speaking each other's love language. And in turn, when you start doing that, guess what? More shebang bang. And isn't that really what we all need in our life? I don't know. I do. Okay. So that's the first thing you can do. Learn the love languages. Number two, compliment his physical appearance. Yeah, ladies, turns out we're not the only ones with body image issues. Huh. Who knew? So Just like we feel better about ourselves when our spouse compliments our body, we can do the same thing for them. A few years ago, my husband had put on a few pounds and he got done with the yard work one day and was standing in front of the TV, didn't have a shirt on, and I took a picture of him from the back and I sent it to him with a little love note. It said, yeah, look at that sexy physique. Now he knew I was being sarcastic. I don't recommend doing this. Just stick with me. This is this is not the advice part. And for the next month, I got really frustrated because we weren't being intimate as often. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, is he into somebody else? Like, I mean, I started thinking crazy things. You know how that goes, right? Where I'm just like, I feel so disconnected. What's happening? Well, turns out after a little heart to heart, he explained to me he wasn't comfortable being naked around me right now. I had totally bruised his self-confidence. And I was sitting there being super frustrated about the lack of action when I was the one that had created the whole dang situation to begin with. So after, as he started to lose the weight, I made sure to really build him back up by complimenting him on how fit he looked and how great his shirt was fitting again. And look at those biceps and just like really pumping him up. And then, of course, he was back to his normal libido and everything was great, right? And we could do the horizontal bump again. Yay. So if you're looking for a quick and easy way to build up his confidence, comment his physical appearance. Very, very helpful. Okay, number three, third thing you can do, start getting that spice back. And it's so simple, but we don't do it. Flirt. I mean, it only takes a few seconds. It's literally like almost no effort, almost zero effort for this one, okay? 
But it seems like for some reason we get married and all the fun just, boom, goes out the window, right? It's all about the bills, the kids, the pets, the work, whatever is taking up our adult time. And we lose all the fun and all that spontaneous spark that we had at one point. So why not bring back a little bit of flirting? For starters, it lets your partner see that fun side of you again. Right? That side that might have been all buttoned up in your corporate atmosphere certainly was for me for years. It's going to help like warm everybody up for the main event, right? It's like that little precursor, almost like foreplay, right? Like we're getting you in the mood. And it can just be simple little sexy comments during dinner or I was going to say sexting throughout the day, but I think actually sexting means you're sending pictures. I don't recommend doing that. You totally can. I just am like super nervous that a kid is going to open up their phone and look and see something that they don't need to see. So I mean like just when I say sexting, I mean like little love notes throughout the day. Like, hey, can't wait to take you in the closet tonight or whatever and do X, Y, Z. Like, I don't know. You can like put a little bit of spice in there. It doesn't really matter how you flirt, okay? And I'm sure there's like better advice for flirting, but whatever it is, It's just such a simple act that lets them know that you care about them, that you're still attracted to them, and just that you want to have some fun in your relationship. Sometimes people just need a little permission to have fun again. So if that's you, take this as your permission. Flirt, flirt, flirt. Okay. And don't tell me you don't know how to flirt, by the way. Of course you do. And you know what? There's Google. So if you don't know how to flirt, just look up something. And that could be actually really entertaining. I don't know what you're going to find out there, but... I'm sure there's something helpful. Okay, number four. If you are trying to get some more spice back into your relationship and you want your husband to get more interested in you sexually, and remember, a lot of this stuff that I'm offering advice here today are things that we can do ourselves, okay? We can go learn the love languages. That doesn't require your husband to do anything or to change. We can comment their physical appearance. We can initiate flirting, okay? Those are all things that we have control over, that can change the environment and the situation to get our husbands back in the game. And I want to focus on those things because it's really hard to get other people to change and we actually have no control over other people. So I don't want you to feel like I'm putting the onus on you if you're going through a dry spell or things haven't been going great in your relationship. It's not your fault per se. I do, however, want you to do things that are within your control. So this next one might be slightly hard to hear, under that lens. Number four is check your attitude. What is the vibe that you are sending out? Okay, think about that for a second. Are you the screaming tired mom who's always angry? Are you the worn out workaholic that has got her face in a laptop 24-7? Are you this like bitch on heels just like directing and barking orders at everybody to try to stay organized? Are you this loving, calm, well, like this sanctuary for your partner where they can come and go and be refreshed and be loved and be nurtured. And some of you are like, I don't even know if I want to be that. And I know that takes on like a different visual for everybody, but I just remember so many days and when I was going through my midlife crisis and feeling really stuck in life, like I was not a fun person to be around. Nobody was going to get lucky those nights, right? Like And my husband would try to do things to cheer me up, but I was just angry. I was distant. I threw myself into my work so I didn't have to deal with 
any of the issues in our relationship, issues that I had been creating. And that was driving him away in so many, for so many reasons. So what is that attitude that you're putting out? And I had to ask myself, I had to get really honest and go, would I want to screw me? Like, no, I really wouldn't right now. I would not want to screw me. There was like zero emotional connection there. So just ask yourself that question and then make the changes accordingly. How can you adjust your attitude? How can you shift your perspective to see things differently? And that's like a whole other podcast on how you can set boundaries and ask your partner to step up and pay for help. And like, there's so many other things that can go into that that might be feeding into your attitude, right? So there's a layer down here. We could take this a whole layer deeper, but just for ease of this show and the flow of this one, like just go back to your attitude. Just take that honest, hard look in the mirror. And what do you need to start adjusting? Knowing that there could be some of those underlying things that are gonna need to be addressed in order to help really shift your attitude over the long term. All right, number five. This is always a good one. Weekend getaway. And you might not even need a full weekend. Like you might just need one night, no kids. Take them to grandma's, whatever. But I do like to switch up the environment sometimes because life can be stressful. And there's a lot of libido killers with inside the home, like especially kids, right? And I love having kids and I would absolutely die without my children. But it's also a real boner killer sometimes, right? Like if they're if you're worried about them walking in on you or whatever, you're just like, hmm, I don't know about this. So why not plan a weekend getaway? Why not go somewhere else where you can be in a new and different environment and rekindle that spark and just turn up the romance without any of the distractions? I mean, like who doesn't love hotel sex? I mean, as long as you're in a good hotel, a nice, clean hotel with really nice sheets, maybe even a really sexy bathroom with like the two shower heads, like that's my jam, right? You could book a couple's massage while you're there, do like a candlelit dinner on the beach. I mean, who does not want to pull out their phone right now and book a weekend getaway? Like, I'm sold. Our kids are actually going to a retreat in a couple of months for the weekend. And like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm just like, yay, because we could do whatever we want, wherever we want in the house, no kids, nothing. So that's going to, that's going to be fun. But I know that once you get into this new environment, both of you are going to be able to leave your troubles behind and just focus your attention on each other and how much you enjoy each other's company and be able to rekindle that intimacy. So if you haven't done a weekend getaway in some time, very important, got to do those on the regular. All right. And the last thing, number six, if you feel like your husband hasn't been that interested in you lately and you want to turn up the sex, you got to ask him what's going on. I mean, we're not mind readers, okay? So we have to be vulnerable. We have to sit down and have this conversation with our partner and be like, hey, what's going on? I mean, their answers might surprise you to things like, hey, I just really uncomfortable with my body right now to like, I've got this really big thing at work going on and it's stressing me out. And I don't mean to take it out on you to like, I just miss when you used to dress X way or like, I wish you would put on some lingerie. I feel like if you wore a little more perfume, And that's great because these are really easy things that we can implement. And we want to know what turns our partner on. 
And hopefully he'll be willing to hear what turns you on and you can tell him some of your fantasies in return. And both of you can be more satisfied in the bedroom, right? It's We want this to be win-win as much as possible. Everybody, everybody gets to have fun. Everybody gets to enjoy themselves. So if you really don't know, maybe you've tried some of these things and it's just not working, the best thing to do is sit down and ask him, have that conversation. Okay, so there you have it. Six ways for the month of February, the month of love, to get things back in order in the bedroom the way you want them. And look, if at first you don't succeed, try again, okay? Just because you flirted with him once during dinner doesn't mean that like months of a standoffish attitude are going to suddenly melt away and he's going to be like, oh, yay, let's do this. You know, it might take a few times and some consistent change in your behavior towards him to get him to really warm up. So no silver bullet, but I know if you try a few of these things, I've seen it work. My clients have seen it work. I'm not a sex therapist or anything, but, you know, it's a big piece of our life. And so I do end up talking to my clients about this stuff on a pretty regular basis. It comes up. So there you go. You got a few things that you can try this week into the weekend to really spice things up. And, you know, as you do some of these things, you may find that that love and deeper intimacy starts to increase as a result, really forming those bonds. And that's what we want ultimately anyway. All right. So if you're willing, let me know inside my Facebook group, which tip are you going to try first? I want to hear from you. I love hearing from listeners. So go to my Facebook group, Successful Working Women, Rocking Reinvention today. And if you're not already in there, what are you waiting for? We want to see you in there. It's a really supportive community. We've got lots of extra tools and resources to help you with rocking your reinvention, things you're not going to see on any of the other platforms. So get in there and who knows, maybe you'll meet your new business partner, your new boss, or your new coworker. Like who knows what kind of connections you could make in there. So come be a part of our community today, Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention. And last thing I'll say before we wrap up, if you're like, whoa, Karen, this caught me off guard. I was not prepared for you to talk about sex today. You might not be familiar with my first book. It's called The Ins and Outs of My Vagina, A Penetrating Memoir. And that book actually saved my life. It was the book that got me out of corporate and showed me that I had transferable skills and that I could do something else with my life. And it was just a really fun, creative way to share my story. It did win an award. It won a gold medal from Reader's Favorite for the humor and comedy category. So if you're looking for a fun read and you enjoyed this episode and the spice didn't scare you, then I definitely invite you to go check out The Ins and Outs of My Vagina, a penetrating memoir. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Well, thanks for being here today, everybody. I hope you have an amazing week. And until next time, stay fabulous. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're inspired to take action by committing to one of the tips or strategies we talked about in today's episode. And if you want accountability and support, I've got your back. Join my private Facebook group, Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention today. You'll find a community of like-minded women waiting to support you, exclusive content and helpful resources to ensure you succeed. Lastly, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and be sure to leave a review. Together, we can encourage more women to live their purpose. 
See you next time.